0: The following is a presentation of the Billip Sports Media Network. 14 20 in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot tapes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning uh, for this 20, uh, no, the third day of November 2023. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. And remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to bellyupsports.com for all their great articles and uh, great great podcasts and everything else going over there at 1420 or, or at Belly Up Sports, man. I'm having trouble this morning. Too much coffee. This things going on. Anyways, uh, thank you very much for making this part of your day each and every day from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. Uh, I wrote an article yesterday, I think it was, for the 1420 uh, sportsbar.com uh, talking about the end of the baseball season, talking about the Texas Rangers uh, victory in the World Series. And if I was surprised that they won a World Series, uh, I'm not going to come out on a limb and say that last um, March when spring training was uh, coming to an end that the Texas Rangers were definitely a, uh, a thought in my head to win themselves a World Series, but it doesn't surprise me that they did. Baseball's got themselves a bit of a, a situation, a bit of a problem where it's uh, it's all, and it's been like this forever. Uh, it's been a, a have and have nots kind of a league for a very long time. The Texas Rangers put themselves in a position to get to, to, get to the playoffs, to have a, a solid team, to have a solid year when they went out and they spent a whole bunch of money on, uh, on on Seager and then when they end, end on um, on Marcus Simeon. They have a situation there where they spent $500 million on two guys, on, on Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon to play in the middle of their infield uh, for years to come to put them in a situation where they have a chance to win uh, maybe not win a World Series because you can't outspend your problems. There's no getting around that as the Yankees and the Mets and the, the Padres show year in, year out. But you have a situation there in baseball where there are teams that don't have that kind of uh, fight financial wherewithal to go out and do it can they yeah they're, they're, there's teams that, that, that can, can spend more than just don't and they, they reap the uh, rewards the benefits of having uh, the Bargaining agreement and, and revenue sharing, everything else that goes along with baseball. I don't want to bore you with the uh, the business side of things, but baseball is a real situation there where there's teams right now that I can tell you are not going to win a world series next year. Uh, and I could have done this basically last year, last March, when we did our first, uh, we did our, billi- our our baseball show. There was teams right off the bat that, go- that weren't going to win a world series right then. You have the Oakland A's, who that's been a situation for a long time. The owner didn't spend money. He wanted to lose so he can get get out of that uh, lease agreement in Oakland and get out of there and end up in Las Vegas. That was one team that wasn't going to win. You have the Detroits of the world, who you knew they weren't going to win. Sorry, Lou. They weren't going to win a World Series this year, and they probably won't win next year. Cincinnati had a bounce back year. They ended up with 82 wins, but they they weren't going to win a World Series. Uh, You have Pittsburgh, uh, Kansas City, Colorado, Washington, Cleveland, basically all the American League Central except for the uh, Minnesota Twins basically weren't going to win a World Series this year and that's a major problem that you have in baseball is most teams are out of it for next year already there's a, a good uh, percentage of teams who do, do spend some money and do want to go out, out and win and, and get something done and have a chance to win win themselves a World Series but the, it turns out that the Texas Rangers with the fourth highest payroll in baseball behind the Padres, the Mets and the Yankees who didn't outspend their no, the, I think the Phillies are right up there too, I think there are be third or fourth up there, third or fifth or whatever it is, it doesn't much matter, they didn't win a World Series either, but they put themselves in a situation where they try to win a World Series as well, and they got to, to Game Seven of the NLCS, and they and the Phillies probably should have won that series, and probably should have been facing off with the Texas Rangers in the in the in the Fall Classic. It just never happened. It's one of those things. It's not anybody's fault. It's not anybody. It's just the, the way it goes. um But baseball, like I said, has that problem where you don't you have a too many halves and have nots and You have too many teams who aren't going to win. You have too many teams that are that are hovering around five hundred. The, the, Everybody's sweetheart this this year was the Baltimore Orioles. When they got in the playoffs, it was a great a great run they had, and they won the American League East. And they went in to the playoffs, and they got smoked. They flat out got smoked by the eventual uh, World Series champion Texas Rangers. And yeah, it was a nice story that the Orioles got from from out of nowhere. They won they they won the division, and Gunnar Henderson with everybody's sweetheart, and the Orioles were this and that and everything else. And and you know what though, they didn't win. They just didn't win. Everybody talks year in, year out about the Tampa Bay Rays having a a chance to win, and they put themselves in a situation. Nobody knows how the hell they do it. Great pitching, play hard, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? The, The Tampa Bay Rays never win, ever. They've been in the World Series once, the COVID year, 2020. I think I went seven games too but the with, with the Dodgers, but you know what? They didn't win either. So I, I don't know why everybody gets uh, gets so romantic about these teams. Yeah, it's, baseball's romantic when your team does win and when you get yourself to a world championship or you get yourself to playoffs and you give yourself an opportunity to win, but you need to spend a, a good chunk of change to actually give yourself a, a chance to win. You uh, you can't outspend your problems, I'll, I'll reiterate that again as I did about three minutes ago, but you, you can't. Don't spend your problems you can't just buy it buy a championship team because it doesn't work that way either but if you don't go out and spend some money on some top tier talent you aren't going to win it takes a lot more to win than just that it takes it takes a team bonding it takes guys playing hard for each other it takes guys uh not that being able to play through getting nicked up it plays guys through uh being uh name on the front's bigger than the name on the back and all those cliche things but they are they are very true and you see you see teams that battle through things and the one the one thing that you you notice at night when the Texas Rangers were doing all their post game post game stuff um and Jeter brought it up in his interviews is that there a lot of the Rangers guys that you could tell they weren't me me guys and they weren't guys that were uh Focused on on their own personal stats and their own personal um, gratification, they they talked a lot about the 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 love for their teammates, and you know a lot of teams say that, but the the Rangers it really seemed that they that they that they felt that for their teammates and they felt that for for themselves. So there are the intangibles that uh, that that have to happen for a baseball team to win. There's no getting around that. There is a bit of luck. There is a if you if an umpire gives you a pitch consistently, or if the umpire doesn't give you a pitch, there is that stuff that helps you win a baseball uh, a championship as well. But at the end of the day, no. No matter what you have to have an owner who's committed to winning you have to have an owner that's committed to spending money to make money and that's the oldest saying in the book right you have to have an owner who wants to go out and, and put a, a, a more than co- just a competitive team on the field uh, it doesn't always work like the Yankees they, they thought they were putting a competitive team out on the field but they obviously they weren't with their 82 win season which is kind of a uh, an abomination considering how much money they spend year in year out but you you, you have to have an, an owner that's committed the the new york yankees are closer right now obviously to winning a, a world series more so than the um than the the, the the Detroit Tigers, right? The Detroit Tigers owner isn't going to spend money. Seattle went on spend a, spend a bit of money this year. They missed the playoffs by one day, but they could, they're, they're a player or two away from having something. So they, they have that. So those, there's the, there's the mid run teams as well that have a chance of giving themselves a chance to win a world series, like the Toronto's of the world who doesn't, doesn't spend a bunch of money and they, they could spend a lot more. And I hear they're in on the Otani. Ota- Ota- um, Sweepstakes. I guess we'll talk about that in half a second. too, for off-season storylines. But Toronto's a mid-tier team. The, the the Minnesota Twins are a mid-tier team. You have the Seattle Mariners, like I said. You have the San Diego Padres, who somehow overspend. You have the Giants, who are, are there year in year out. You have a, a lot of teams like you now. Boston's going to be a mid-tier team again, and they're going to come back and spend a bunch of money this year. And they they knew they were going to lose this year, so they didn't bother. And you you kind of I kind of like that mentality where you know what? Why go if we don't have a team to actually do anything, if we don't have a team that's actually going to contend, why would we just waste a bunch of money and pretend? And I think that's that's kind of admirable for for, for, for a Yankees guy to be patting the, the Red Sox on the back. Uh, they they go year in, year out. They go one good year, one bad year, one good year, one bad year. And and like the, the, when they were winning World Series, it was like that. But you have to commend that a little bit where they say, you know what, what's the point of going out and spending money on a on X free agent or, or Y pitcher or who it's going to be if you don't have a chance of, uh, like a legitimate chance of winning anything just wasting money it's like going to costco and buying buying the, the, the great big bag of uh of uh chocolate covered uh muffins you're not going to eat them all so why why bother why spend that kind of money you don't have to nobody's going to eat 75 hot dogs in your house save the money and just go get something else and and put the money to to beer everybody always drinks a case of beer so it's one of those things but they i, I like the teams that don't just spend money and go out and grab a free agent because it's a sexy thing to do i like teams that that uh, spend wisely they're going to they need to spend there's 100 you have to have talent and talent costs money i totally totally understand that but when teams just spend like the yankees and they, they and there are players, there are players in this world that do end up with the Yankees or do end up with the Dodgers or do end up on these these high-tier teams that they know they've, they've hit the uh, the jackpot and they know they've hit the lottery because they, they think, well, now I, I I got paid, so that's it for me you know, and they don't have to do anything. But teams that that, that are fiscally responsible and, and spend wisely, I have a much more respect for, for those kind of teams as well. The Rangers, yes, they won a World Series because they were the fourth highest pay, payroll in baseball. Plain and simple. That's it, It's it's actually that simple. But they gave themselves a chance to get to the World Series and that's what happened. Teams that don't give themselves a chance to win a World Series never do. Winning is hard. 100%. We say it on the 1420 podcast all the time that winning is hard. But, if you do not give yourself a chance to win, if you do not give your 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 uh, your fan base a chance to cheer for you, if you don't give your fan base uh, something to uh, reason to buy a hat and uh, the jersey and everything else, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a winning team, and 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 that's something that gets to getting lost in baseball a lot. Is you have ten to twelve teams out of a thirty team league that have no intentions of winning anything. They have zero intentions of winning, and it, it's it's sad to see, to see that because you have a lot of teams uh, that fan base would like their team to win because nobody nobody ever wants to go to a, uh, a sporting event to see their team lose. And that's just the, the, the facts, but you're going to see that in Calgary really soon and maybe in Edmonton because they lost again last night. They might have got goalied last night a little bit uh, in Edmonton. There at 49 shots, I think they have, but um, we'll get to that in half a second too. But yeah, you got to think that uh, these fan base are going to start to rebel a little bit and go like, why are we even coming? I can sit at home and watch for free you know, or cost the app or whatever you got to, to do, but it's, it's it's interesting to see what baseball is going to do because I think baseball's got a major problem on their hands. They've had it for a while, but I think it's going to become more and more relevant as the sport becomes more and more irrelevant right across the board. You look at the places that uh, that went to the finals and the, the World Series, they were packed, jam-packed 100%, but you, you you look at that Arizona building next year, come come June, no one's going. It's going to be fifteen thousand in there again, and so baseball is a major problem in their hands. They have for a long time where they have to forget, get get some some kind of payroll disparity clause or something in there because it's an absolute wreck what they got going on in a lot of these teams. Like you, you look at uh, like Oakland's an abomination, obviously, but you look at Detroit. You, you look at the, the stands; they're going to have less people next year uh, than, than they had this year. Uh, it's it's it's. You look at the stands, how empty they are in a lot of these places, like in Chicago with the White Sox, there's nobody at these games. It's people dressed as uh, seats night going most nights of the week. And baseball's got a real problem. Yeah, their, their TV deals are big and the, the owners make a bunch of money. But the, it's you feel almost bad for these players who are, end up on these teams. They're compensated quite well. And it's everybody's dream to play in the big leagues, I get that. You don't do it for dollars and cents. But when you see other teams playing in front of packed houses, night in, night out, and having a good time, and they're there are teammates and guys signing. And then guys don't want to sign on these bad teams so baseball's got to find a way to figure it out is a salary cap required to an extent yes is a is a salary floor required yes to an extent there is 100% but there's got to be some kind of a middle a middle ground in there to make the baseball more interesting because as we count right now there's 10 12 teams that aren't going to win a world series next year and it's pretty much the same 10 12 teams that weren't going to win a, win a, win a world series last year um like you like you said I, I when I asked the question on the article that I wrote for belly ups or for for 14 the 1420sportsbar.com I asked that question what well, am I surprised that the Texas Rangers won the world series no I'm not I'm not because they gave they their ownership group gave that team a chance to go out and win something they went out and got a manager in Bruce Bochy, and they said you know what he's he's done this before he has a, he's done it he's uh, he's been successful for a long long time so let let's give this guy a chance again in the in the big leagues get him out of retirement get him off his recliner out there in Nashville or wherever he was staying the other night, and let's see if we if we can do something and most teams don't do that. Most teams don't care what the they care about the bottom line, and they don't care if they win, and that, and that's the biggest thing that uh, that baseball has, and it's a lot of sports have that problem as well, but baseball's the biggest one where it doesn't much matter if you win or lose because they have the TV deals and everything else, and baseball shows that quite. Quite prevalently that they don't care about about most of their, their their fan bases. They don't care about their teams. They they just care about making a couple of bucks, and that's and that's what they get. Like even the Florida Marlins, like they, they yeah they made the playoffs this year and yeah they had a good run, but no one's picking them to win a World Series. They're just not. And you like you look at the Cinderella story with the Arizona Diamondbacks. They got smoked. Let's uh, let's like the first two games were pretty close, and even game game five was pretty close. But that World Series was uh, pretty bland and pretty dull. And um, I think they like I I like the the fact that they have a uh, the, the wild card to keeps Fan base involved in it. It keeps fan bases involved right at the bitter end to watch the, the wild card races. But it's turned the playoffs into kind of a joke. Um, they 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 drag on. The, the first like the play the, the wild card round was awful. Every game, every, every series was a sweep. It wasn't entertaining. It's not just because my team wasn't in it. It just wasn't that good. It wasn't that entertaining. It wasn't uh, it wasn't must see TV. There was no drama involved throughout the playoffs. Yeah, you had, you had the two world series, you had the two LCS that went seven. But after that, there wasn't a whole bunch of drama throughout these playoffs. And that's a baseball problem you can only wax poetic and be romantic about the game so long. Eventually, the product on the field has to has to match the hype, right? And It's one of those things. Uh, there's a couple of storylines I'm pretty intrigued with. Well, we'll wrap this up in half a second here. There's a couple storylines that I'm pretty intrigued with about uh, the offseason here. One is my New York Yankees. I want to see if this external audit that, that Hal and Cashman got coming on, see if it's going to do anything, um, see if it's actually going to be, uh, it's going to help the team, see if it's going to do anything for what's going on. I don't think it will. You still have the same cast of characters coming back next year you still have boone I, I i don't mind boone at all but you still have cashman you still have a team that's not athletic you you look at these teams that won the world series with with uh with seager and simeon up the line up the middle and everything else and the great pitching staff so that, that's what wins uh, that's what wins the championships yeah they have garrett Cole, but other, but other than that the yankees i don't think have have much pitching uh they, they lost montgomery i don't know if he's going to come back or what else to overpay him um that's that's one thing that's one storyline the other probably the biggest one obviously is um is where's Otani going to go uh, he's going to get probably 10 years at 500 million dollars it might get the restructured after his first year he's not going to pitch in 2024 he'll be uh, come back after Tommy John in 2025 so he'll pitch again so basically just be strictly a DH next season and after that well, who knows where it's going to go with that one so I still think it's going to be Seattle with the with the, the uh, Japanese culture they got out there and, and with Ichiro in there for, for as long as he was he'll be a salesman I think for the for the Mariners and for that fan base to get uh, I still think he's going there most people think the dog. I don't think he'll stay in LA just because it's too close to Anaheim. Or maybe he'll just stay at his old house and helicopter back and forth. Who knows how that's going to work out. Uh, But I I just, I just, I just think he's going to Seattle. Maybe, maybe to the Giants up in San Francisco, but uh, it won't be, I don't think it will be an East coast team. The Toronto Blue Jays are rumored to be uh, heavily involved there. And Rogers has a lot of money. Like there's no getting around that. Rogers has money to spend. Uh, Look at everybody's phone bills and everything else and cable bills and and on it goes. But the, the, the Dodgers or the the, sorry, the Jays are rumored to, to be uh, involved in the talks for Otani, but I still think it's going to be Seattle. And I, I said that for about, I don't know, five months, five, six months now. I originally thought it's going to be a Met at the end of last season, but obviously that that never happened because they had such a terrible year. And then the, the last thing that's going to be looked at, there's going to be some overpayments of pitchers, which I don't understand nowadays. Now you have everybody throwing 100 miles an hour and striking everybody out. I don't know why you're going to pay for all these pitchers. Now the pitchers only go uh, two, twice through the lineup. Uh, basically, they might, might go five innings, and then they go to a bullpen game pretty much every time anyways. So I don't I don't know why you're going to overpay for a Blake Snell who's probably going to win the uh, National League Cy Young. Uh, Aaron Nolis is going to get paid in the offseason. These pitchers get paid no matter what, but for for playing X amount of games, for getting 30 starts and five five starts per outing, I don't know if I'd be paying that kind of money. You look at what the Diamondbacks did with their pitching stuff. Yes, they didn't win. I get that. But you can spend your money elsewhere and develop and draft and everything else you could do. So baseball is an odd sport right now it's in a different different uh, spot than it was 20 30 years ago and definitely than it was 40 years ago so it's gonna be interesting to see how it all pans out but it's uh interesting i still love i love the game i love watching it it's just it's it's different now it's not better it's different and the the uh, the money spent. I it's, it's going to be odd to see how these teams uh, justify not spending when it's 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 proven year in year out. You have to spend money. you have to have to have to spend money to win a world championship. And that's just the that's just the bare bones facts about it. Like the the Diamondbacks, I think were were twenty second or twenty third in payroll. And they, they yeah they got in the finals. Yeah, uh, uh, great story. They didn't win cinderella never wins Uh, she won once in a disney movie bell the ball slipper fit the whole bit but uh yeah it's uh it they never win cinderella never never comes through and it's it's a sad fact but it's one of those things and anyways make sure you go to uh the 14 the 1420sportsbar.com check out the article and everything is there 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 it is 1420 sign up for the morning buzz it's a daily newsletter that comes out uh with everything sports before you get out of bed when you're having a crap on this have the phone and you're and you're uh sitting there read you can read the morning buzz i get all the uh the highlights and lowlights and articles together for you to read while you're sitting there everything 1420 is included in the morning buzz as well so make sure you go there and links to links all kinds of different things as well uh yeah and that's it make sure you guys use uh promo code 1420 pot at SeatGeek.com today you know the drill here is a uh, little word from our friends over at SeatGeek. the foul baller if there's a ball that's gone foul he's gone to get under his watchful gaze all bevs binoculars and ballpark brats are safe He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Anyways, there's a little work from our friends at SeatGeek. Make sure you go to SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks. Uh, check out some other podcasts from the, the guys over at uh, Belly Up Sports too. We all appreciate, we uh, all look and listen and wonder what our analytics are. But if you are looking for something to do this weekend, make sure you go over to BellyUpSports.com. Check out some other podcasts, not just mine, but uh, everybody else to check out. Make sure you go to gym and... Uh, Jim and Garrett and that Steel and Teal podcast that uh, they talk a lot of uh, football. Obviously, it's will well. It's about the the Jaguars and the and the uh, the Steelers who got a big win last night. I think Jim did a live stream last night, so maybe I'll go and check that out later on today and see how that how that went with him. Got a little uh, preoccupied last night. I have a little problem with our recording last night as well. There was a situation there where uh, I don't know where it is. I kind of lost it. I'll try to find it and get that one that Jake was on with Dave with our usual Thursday show. But something went something went awry there somewhere, and I'll figure it all out and hopefully. We can get that uh, rectified and get that up for you guys for your listening pleasure today. Anyway, let's get to uh, on the days and some birthdays and get everybody out of here and go enjoy your weekend. Uh, the first pitch, Seager raced into the bag at 30, safe. Throw from his knees, still in time to get Cabrera at first. You cannot do it anyhow. Seeger one and two. It's free High fly ball, deep right center field. It's got carry. Tie ball
1: game. Carl ties it up a grand slam. What a ball
0: game. <laughs> oh, that kid is something else outfielder's coming in to give him a hug, and it's well-deserved. Let's watch. Last time, no, it's something to watch those little stories and everything else, seeing guys retire and having – secret was a great ball player. Like, not great, not not Hall of Fame great, but solid great guy. Like, a guy you could uh... – Put in the lineup day in, day out. And every team needs those kind of guys, not the, the mega stars. Yeah. The mega stars will win you, win you championships as we just discussed, but a guy like Corey, uh, a, a guy like, uh, Seager, he's a Cal Seager there. He's re- really, really, a really good ball player. Corey's older brother. He's better, better known as right. Cause yeah, that, yeah, that was a good investment by the Rangers. He's a guy yeah, that Corey Seager can play baseball. No getting around that. And let's get to the last, uh, on this day, on this day in 1996, Los Angeles Lakers rookie Kobe Bryant made his NBA debut in the Lakers' 91-85 win over the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. Bryant only played six minutes off the bench in his debut, missed the only shot he took, but he grabbed one rebound and had one block. The Lakers were carried that day by Shaquille O'Neal's 35 points and 19 rebounds in the win. Uh, Bryant's rookie season saw him average 7.6 uh, points, 1.3 assists, and 1.9 rebounds per game in 71 games, and he was named to the NBA All-Rookie second team. The remainder of Bryant's career went significantly better than his, his very first game. Uh, Bryant was an 18-time All-Star that averaged 25 points per game, 5.2 rebounds, and 4.2 assists, or 4.7 assists, where he won five NBA championships, was a Finals MVP twice in 2009-2010s, th- and had a game where he once scored 81 points uh, in 2006 it saw the Lakers beat the Toronto Raptors 122 to 104. One of the all-time greats, obviously, Kobe Bryant uh, made his NBA debut on this day. Jeez, that's 27 years ago, hey? Eh? Kobe Bryant uh, made his uh, debut, something to behold. One of the great, obviously, one of the all-time greats. Had the had the, the uh, situation in Colorado there and reinvented himself and changed his number and everything else. But Bryant, was a, he was an all-timer. There's no getting around that. And, uh yeah, he uh, died right before COVID. I, which I remember was where I was sitting when I got the news. I was with my uh, dad, Deanne, and my my mom over at Mojo's, just over here, when the news came up on the on the screen. And I kind of went like, "Who cares?" But then Deanne made the point, She was, "How would you feel if it, was, if it was Derek Jeter?" And I quickly shut up after that. So it was one of those things with uh, the death of. Because uh, I'm not the biggest basketball guy, right? But uh, there are people who are, and you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't be smirch others' feelings. One of those things. Uh, good show today. Lots of fun. Lots of talk. Uh, lots going on here at World Headquarters. Uh, next week, actually. On Monday, we have uh, Mr. Ryan uh, Vetstein of the uh, the Seattle Kraken and uh, Seattle Kraken podcast release uh, release the Kraken. He's coming to join us on that show uh, to talk Kraken, the Kraken hockey. Tuesday I have that uh, Mr. Jeff Patterson uh, very very prominent uh, hockey voice in the city of Vancouver been with the Canucks for a long long time uh, rink wide Vancouver Canucks post game that he does but he's coming on the 1420 podcast I'm not sure how Jake lined that one up but I'm pretty excited about that one probably the biggest guest in the history of the 1420 podcast the 1420 in the morning and then on Wednesday Nick Zeraris of Locked on Flames and the uh, Liberty Blue podcast we'll talk about the Flames uh, disaster start to their season maybe to touch on the Rangers a little bit as well so we have a full full Slate getting Jake's lining things up for the remainder of next week as well. So at 14, 20 in the morning, we're going to get him out there every day at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time or Mountain Daylight Time, whatever it might be. You guys know what I'm talking about, but 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. Left Bridge Time. So we'll go we'll, we'll go with that. So that's noon Eastern and everything else, but uh, it'll be up. That's going to be our, our regular spot on a daily basis to get those, this show uh, kind of be, becoming the uh, the talk show that hopefully people listen to on a daily basis and hopefully uh, they tune in on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. because we're gonna make this uh, make this our regular thing for sure, uh, Monday to Friday at ten o'clock Mountain, it'll be up there for your viewing pleasure and everything else. And then we're still gonna do obviously the fourteen twenty podcast with Dave and myself every Monday and Thursday. And like I said, I'll get that other one. I'll find it and uh, make sure you get. We'll get it up there uh, today. I don't know how how I found it and how I lost it last night, but it was a, a decent show last night we have had some laughs and a, would you rather involving some cartoon ducks so one of those things anyways that's all i got for today make sure you guys have a great weekend make sure you listen to the 1420 podcast go to our, the, 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 the 1420sportsbar.com and check out some great articles sign up for the morning buzz and everything else that we've been talking about and go to bellyupsports.com and check out all their great articles and podcasts as well hey have yourselves a great weekend remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with. We'll talk to you guys on You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.